0: Welcome to the Health From Home podcast. I'm Dr. Stephanie Yeremko, a naturopathic doctor and mother, and I passionately believe that health is about so much more than the absence of disease. In this podcast, we draw upon my years of experience as a naturopathic doctor and family wellness expert, and dive into how mind, body, spirit, and community all come together to create true health from home. Hello and welcome. Today's episode, we're going to be focused on immunity, and this episode is going to be brought to you by the letter H, because we are focused on hand hygiene and hydration. So these are pretty basic topics, and yet they are very important and can often be overlooked. So we'll start with hand hygiene. The basics of hand hygiene is essentially that, washing Your hands. Most of us know that we need to wash our hands. Again, washing your hands isn't necessarily um, improving the immune system, but it is reducing the exposure or the amount of exposure to microbes. So the best way for to practice hand hygiene is to actually wash your hands with soap and water. Soap and water is preferable and superior to an alcohol-based hand sanitizer a lot of times in hospitals and clinics we're using hand sanitizer because it's more convenient and generally in those settings we don't have a lot of like dirt and grime on our hands but a number of studies have shown that soap and water is actually better at um, removing microbes um, and it also removes the dirt and the grease which can interfere with uh, hand sanitizer working. So when should you be washing your hands? Now most of us know like after you go to the bathroom you should always wash your hands. Before preparing food wash your hands. Um, Before and after eating wash your hands you know if you have sneezed or coughed something like that blowing your nose go wash your hands all of all of these things are things that we already know but if we stop and think about how often we actually practice it most of us have room for improvement so i'm just here to give you a friendly reminder to do what you already know teach your kids to do that and to make this part of your daily rhythm. So last time, last episode, we spoke about creating rhythm to help reduce stress. This is another kind of form of rhythm routine that you can add to your day. Um, One of the things I have adopted in the last few years is when I come home, I wash my hands and it's kind of a nice little ritual in that you like washing away whatever you were doing outside of the home which is also nice because you are removing that dirt and grime but it's kind of marks that now now you're in you're inside your home and focused on um family life potentially instead of work life and it's kind of a nice way to transition at least for me um, so that's something you guys can consider Going back to why soap and water is preferable to the hand sanitizer, I did mention that the soap and water, like the water actually will help to remove dirt and debris, whereas hand sanitizer, everything just stays on your hands. (laughs) So you are killing microbes, but you're not actually removing them. Whereas with soap and water, you actually do remove them, and for a number of microbes, soap and water actually is better at killing those microbes um, because it helps to destroy those surface membranes that some viruses and bacteria have. So that's one thing to really consider. Um, The other thing too, and is that we often have like different chemicals and chemical Residues on our hands hand sanitizer doesn't touch that but soap and water will and So that's a nice You know a nice thing to have is just to actually cleanse your hands The other thing that I wanted to mention about The hand sanitizer and I'm not saying never use it. Sometimes you are in a position where there is no running water. Soap and water is not an option. I always, you know, tell people like, you know, if I'm out camping and using an outhouse, there's no running water. You better believe I'm using hand sanitizer. Like this is not about oh all one way or the other, but in general I find that a lot of people have come to view hand sanitizer as superior to soap and water. And so that's the point that I really want to drive home is that soap and water is still preferable um, if you are able to do it and try you know try to make it more available the other thing I wanted to mention especially for those of you who have small children is that the more that hand sanitizer is kind of ubiquitous everywhere we actually see more cases of alcohol poisoning in, in, the, in children and it's not because that they're getting it through the skin but when kids are able to get their hands on hand sanitizer um, and they, they, they sometimes end up ingesting it and like we definitely saw in the last few years especially when hand sanitizer started to be everywhere and everyone had to use it like you'd go to if you went to a mall every single store you went into you had to re sanitize your hands Um, we saw an increase in emergency room visits for children with alcohol poisoning from hand sanitizer so those of you with small children make sure the hand sanitizer is kept out of their reach because it can be dangerous for them so that that's kind of my my spiel on hand sanitizer and soap and water. You know, use hand sanitizer when needed, and that's when you need to like wash your hands, but soap and water are not available. Um, but at other times, soap and water is definitely preferable. On the topic of hand hygiene, it's a little, a little bit different, but teaching your kids and doing this yourself to like cough and sneeze into their elbow is a really good way to reduce transfer of microbes it's not going to eliminate that but it does reduce it it reduces how much they have on their hands and then it also reduces the amount that gets sprayed into the environment and um, potentially transferred to other people so I'll just take you know a few seconds here to reiterate that point that it's actually quite important especially if people are um, around you are getting sick or you know in within your household people are getting sick taking this moment to remind your kids to try and cough and sneeze into their elbow is uh, a really good habit to be in um, with my daughter we always called it the chicken wing and reminding her to do her chicken wing if she ever had to cough or sneeze worked really well so you might need to come up with different analogies for your children that make it a bit more fun and then they usually are quite compliant. Um, The other thing I wanted to talk to you guys about today is hydration. So hydration is essential for not just your immune system but for your whole body to function properly a lot of the reactions in our body are based on um, concentration gradients and passing through cell walls some, or cell membranes and you know that from going from a higher concentration gradient down to a lower concentration gradient. And so you need to have appropriate levels of fluid for all of those reactions to work properly and for things to be transported efficiently. So if you imagine your body being like full of kind of rivers Um, and so in that that can be part of like your circulatory system but also when we're talking about the immune system a lot of that is the lymphatic system that has all these vessels and channels but the fluid in there moves very slowly and it's not as exciting as our circulatory system from a dynamic perspective so it hasn't gotten the same amount of attention as like our blood has but it is gaining more and more interest in the research in the last several years and I do think that we're going to be hearing more and more about this as time goes on but needless to say so if you imagine your body being like a series of all these kind of like rivers and streams if they dry up you can't really transport or move things well through them. So it's the same in our body. When things get kind of gummy and sticky um, because there's not enough fluid, then we're not able to move um, things well. And so that's important when we talk about the immune system because the immune system will carry, you know, different antibodies, different types of immune cells that come to like help fight infections. And then also and then also to clear that debris away so that it doesn't reside in the body so we do need plenty of fluid for that to happen properly now like you've all been told you know if, if a little is good it doesn't always mean that more is better there is definitely such a thing as too much fluid if you give too much fluid then you can dilute all those concentrations and you also have issues. So, this is not to, I'm not suggesting that you drink water with reckless abandon, but I will say that clinically, I see most, like the vast majority of my patients are on the dehydrated to suboptimal hydration status versus those who are overhydrated. And actually causing electrolyte imbalance I do see that on occasion but I might see that maybe once or twice a year if that whereas I will see it on a daily basis you know with people not having enough hydration so how much water is enough a good rule of thumb is to take your weight in pounds and divide it by two or three and then that's about how many ounces you need of fluid in a day now obviously there's like huge variety in that depends on the weather depends on your activity levels depends on your own personal body depends on what kinds of foods you're eating like if you're eating tons of really like watery foods like cucumbers and watermelons and things like that you're getting hydration through that food and so you don't need to necessarily be consuming as much fluid because you're already getting it um, you know versus like if you're eating a ton of salty food you're going to need more just as an example but that calculation is kind of a good general rule of thumb the other way to really know if you and your kids are getting enough water is the color of your urine so first thing in the morning when you go pee you should have yellow pee like it's concentrated over the night that's normal um, and healthy but after that your urine should be quite pale pale yellow to clear like when you look in the toilet bowl It should be pretty clear. If you're taking like a multivitamin or B vitamins, sometimes it'll be a bright yellow because of the riboflavin. That's a separate thing. I'm just talking about what your urine color is naturally. And if you're noticing that your urine is quite yellow, that's a sign you're not getting enough fluids. So sometimes people think that, especially adults, think that oh, I'm drinking tons of coffee, I'm getting my fluids. Well, coffee can dehydrate, meaning you are going to pee out more volume than you consumed. So if, if you notice you drink lots of coffee, not only do you smell the caffeine or the coffee in your urine, you'll notice that your urine is darker. So when I talk about consuming fluids, I'm really referring to water, an electrolyte drink, or herbal teas that are non, you know, non-caffeinated herbal teas. Those are generally going to help with hydration. There are a few exceptions, you know, of certain herbs that are diuretics, etc. But in general, if you just think of herbal teas and water as your hyd- hydration fluids, and stick to that, that's going to keep you and your family well hydrated allow the immune system to work properly throughout your lymphatic system in the body and allow your body to properly excrete the the residue of the infections that it has been fighting so today i just really wanted to cover some basics that often get overlooked by the average person on the daily basis because it seems so simple That it can't be that effective but honestly washing your hands soap and water drink plenty of fluids it goes a long way to help support your immune system and to help prevent colds and flus i hope you enjoyed today's episode if you did it would mean a lot if you could review this podcast wherever you are listening for more information on lifestyle changes you can make including my free class on a natural approach to cold and flu season, visit my website, drurumco.com. Until next time, be well and take care.